welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce, and the world has changed since the last Chamber Voice of Business episode that we released. Uh, and with that, we've seen a lot of economic impact here, uh, not just in Northwest Arkansas, but also across the country and across the globe. And a question that comes up is, what is the Chamber doing? How are we providing resources? What are we doing to help our businesses that have been impacted by coronavirus uh, as it's been uh, going across the world here. So joining us today in the special edition of the Chamber Voice of Business podcast is Raymond Burns, President and CEO of the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce, as well as J.R. Shaw, Executive Vice President for the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce and Executive Director for Visit Rogers. And just going to be talking about what's going on. I know, J.R., you do have a very long title. It's, it's very fascinating. <laughs> Biggest business card in the world. Exactly. So, um, so Raymond, we'll start with you. Just, uh, you know, obviously, anytime there, there's fears, you know, you got businesses that are, have closed down, you've got unemployment that's rising, but we still have a lot of members that are still in business. We are, we are the largest chamber in the state by budget, second largest chamber uh, by membership. What, what are we doing to help not just our members, but the entire business community within Rogers and all the Northwest Arkansas during these times? We're in very unfamiliar territory right now, and I think the, the most important thing that we've done is communicate. Uh, before there was good information out there, we were that source of information, and we continue to be. Uh, there are a lot of folks who weren't in the information business uh, two months ago that are now, mm -hmm. and so there's lots of information out there. But I, I think the most important thing that we can be right now is the reliable source of information. Businesses are in unfamiliar territory. Uh, some of them are in water over their head. Some of them are still in shallow water. But we've got to help them navigate, and we've got to do everything we can to find their new normal and to make sure that they're, they continue to be successful as businesses. And that's, that's presented some challenges, but you know what? With good leadership on the part of our governor and good leadership uh, within our communities, I think we're starting to, uh, starting to come out of this, and we're seeing signs that uh, at the other end of the rainbow, uh, we'll be back to business, maybe not as usual, but we will be back to business. And you talked about being the source. I mean, that's in our mission statement of the chamber, to be the trusted source. How, how have we done in terms of communicating, like, to be the source? I mean, what, what sort of actions have we taken on that? Well, I, I think a number of things. Uh, of course, we, we have blogs and we have podcasts and we have social media. Uh, we have five or six people that uh, work all day, every day, it seems like, uh, just communicating. Yeah, our sources of information have been the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, who've led the way on some of the federal legislations, the PPP loans, the EIDL loans, uh, other things that are in the process of being done in the fourth uh, stimulus package that we hope will be passed by the end of this month. And so we've had a direct line into that information. Uh, we've attended briefings from our congressional delegation from the White House. We're a part of uh, listening at least to the governor's, uh, to the governor's briefing every day. The Arkansas State Chamber is there, and their information has been extremely good. They have a lot of manufacturing information from the National Association of Manufacturers that we don't have access to. So we've been able to get uh, very trusted information. We've been able to put that out on our website through uh, email updates, uh, through social media updates, and just calling every member. We have over 2,000 members, and uh, we've been out there trying to reach out and, and touch each and every one of them individually. We've done it once. We're going to do it twice. We may do it a third time. 
before this is all said and done, but we're trying to over-communicate right now and get as much good information as we can so people aren't acting on bad information and making wrong and bad and poor decisions. And I think a key of what you just said was touching touching base with members and having that interaction, and it's not a what what can you do for us it's how can we help you we want to listen we, we you know I, I made those calls as part of as part of the staff everyone at this table made those calls and, and sent those emails and it was I, I think the appreciation from our membership was it, we were just checking in just how, how can we help you we were offering to be a source and be a resource we weren't asking for anything not asking to sign up for an event or anything like that but just being that source and that was a very uh, purposeful decision that, that you made. Why, why was that the, the reason uh, for making those calls? So often people belong to an organization and they hear from that organization when there's an event to go to. Uh, so often maybe they see that the organization is asking for something from them and it's time that it, it was just time for us to show that we're here for you. You don't always have to be giving something to us or attending something. Uh, we just want to know how you're doing, and if you need something to survive, uh, we need to be able to provide that, provide that for you. Uh, you know, businesses are an unfamiliar territory, as we said earlier, and if we can't be that source of information, if we can't provide the resources they need to try and survive through this, then we're not doing our job. So we're there to be the voice of business, but in order to be the voice of business, we have to listen to what business is saying. And right now we're doing a lot of listening, as you well know. Mm -hmm. uh, shifting over to the destination <clears throat> marketing side, you know, JR, obviously tourism has been hit very much so by this. You know, there was no recreational travel in the state. Conventions are getting canceled. Like, what is Visit Rogers doing? How, how are you being a resource to our hoteliers, to those in the tourism industry, to the hospitality side, restaurants, retail that rely so much on those conferences and things like the LPGA and Walmart shareholders? Um, what, what is Visit Rogers doing? I know you have a lot of things in the work and a lot of irons in the fire. Much of what Visit Rogers has done is the same thing that the Chamber has done. Uh, you know, we, we are a community support organization as well, and uh, community development is, is in our DNA, the same as it is for the Chamber. Our stakeholders, our product, as it were, are our restaurants and our hotels and our attractions and museums and our people. So uh, when they hurt, the industry hurts. Uh, so we have tried to communicate uh, the same concern and the same assistance as the chamber has, uh, we're very fortunate to have ears from a lot of the pipelines similar to what Raymond talks about from the chamber standpoint. We can communicate information from the U.S. Travel Association and from the Arkansas Hospitality Association, the State Tourism Office, uh, provide updates on the, uh, the governor's uh, um, guidelines and restrictions and things of that sort. So we can provide clear information as to what those mean to our hoteliers and to our restaurants. Likewise, we want to make sure we're giving them information regarding the financial assistance that's out there and those kind of packages and being not just a, a conduit just for that information, but counseling as well. What does this mean? Where do we go? Steve, we've worked shoulder to shoulder with speaking with a lot of people about what, how do I get into this particular type of a loan program or this other type of a situation. So we want to do that for, for our folks, but then also um, in a, in a, tacit way promote them at this point and support them through our social media, through the branding and awareness that we can do on our website. We don't want to be salesy 
we don't want to go out there and, and, and say something that's wrong or wrong message, but we can, through our channels, support the local community and say, think about your neighbors, think about your restaurants, think about these folks when you, when you go do curbside, when you do takeout, and support those people. From a hotel standpoint, we are being the sales force for the city right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we are touching base with clients. We're touching base with future business. We're trying to keep everybody that we have on the books and try and help them postpone, not cancel. You've heard that from a lot of different people. Uh, try and be a, a source of information and inspiration to those meeting planners and those sports organizers and folks as well as then put that information back to our, our hoteliers and let folks know that it, it may not be safe to go travel right now, and we get it. We understand where you are. Be safe. But when that time comes, we want to be that alternative and that choice for you. Now, you said when that time comes. I'm not going to ask you to make a prediction as to when that's going to be, but what are we doing to be ready for when that time comes? So our team has been uh, scrubbing, 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 working on database, uh, working on data that's going to help us be better salespeople and better marketers as we move forward. Uh, we have been listening and asking questions from our customers internally and externally about what they think, what they know, where they're going with these, these type of situations to where we want to be that alternative that's out there right now. Uh, when, when that time comes. You know, we're listening to the experts that are saying that it seems like leisure is going to be the first market that's going to come back. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be very close in. It's going to be a close in drive market. It's going to be probably in state. Uh, it's going to be families. Uh, it'll be hopefully sometime during the summer. Some of that will start creeping over, and you're hearing about that now. That puts us in a really good position, puts Arkansas in a great position to uh, uh, be a destination for those folks that want safe, outdoor, uh, clean type of uh, activities and, and places where uh, folks and families can go. Uh, that's going to help us out a lot from from a corporate standpoint, we have to wait for some of the things to open up from a corporate transient standpoint. So we want to be there when that happens as well. We're keeping in touch with all the planners. We're giving that information to our hoteliers and to the other people in the community so we can all be, be smart and be standing there ready when, the, when things start opening up. Yeah, Raymond, I'd ask you the same thing. What, I mean, we see businesses start to move, start to open up. You know, we, we've got some, some restaurants are going to be re able to be reopened next week. I know we've been, you know, being a resource and, and being there, but, you know, what, what else can, what, what are we doing? What can we be doing uh, or should we be doing maybe that, that we're not, that we can in the next couple of weeks as, as we start to get back to normal? I, I think we communicate and we over-communicate, and that goes for those businesses too. That's what they're going to have to do to succeed. They're going to have to show that their products are out there, that they're safe. They're going to have to communicate safety to their workers, and their workers are going to have to communicate that to their customers. As long as those two ingredients are there, then I think businesses will succeed. And so everything that we can do to provide sources of PPE, to provide guidance on uh, the health regulations that are there that are mandated by the state health department, all of those things that we do to help communicate to them and they to their customers will help them succeed. Uh, you know, the, the entrepreneurial spirit is great, especially amongst our smallest businesses. And in order to be an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to change. I don't think anybody signed up for change on steroids like we've seen <laughs> the last few months, but I certainly know that the will to survive and the will to be successful comes with that spirit that adapts well to change. So 
we'll see a number of businesses who will do great with this stuff. There are a number of businesses that, out there right now that are, are really doing a good job. Uh, they're not where they need to be, of course, but they're further ahead than maybe some other businesses that weren't willing to adapt or just because of the kind of business they had couldn't adapt. They were forced to close or customers don't want that type of business right now because they don't feel safe or the product just isn't relevant in today's world, but it will be in a week or two weeks or three weeks or six weeks. And so those folks have to prepare too. Uh, I think what gives me great hope is that the great entrepreneurs that have come before us have really set a standard out there. And if one thing fails, we know we can go on to something else and make a success out of that. And I think we're going to witness that over and over again in northwest Arkansas. We'll see a number of businesses that are going to come back and thrive at what they used to do. And we're going to see a number of businesses come back and thrive at something totally different and something new. Yeah, ha having a discussion with some of my counterparts from around the nation yesterday, we were uh, talking about kind of how this is very similar in some aspects, just in terms of the, the rapid change to, to the Great Recession from a few years ago. Um, but we just talked about Northwest Arkansas, and I was like, guys, I'm going to tell you, we are pretty much recession-proof. I mean, we've got, we, we've got some, some great businesses, some great entrepreneurs, some great leaders that they keep our businesses running. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that you know, might have been impacted financially by this is going to be, you know, coming back to the same thing. We're going to have to, you know, I don't like the phrase the new normal, but that kind of, we, we, things are going to change and that's, that's where we're headed. And it seems like the chamber and, and visit Rogers are adapting to that and are doing everything they can to plan for what is, what's next. I know we've got some reopening guides that are out there. We've been helping, you know, trying to help with the PPE side, the sourcing specifically that you mentioned, you know, JR, it seems like the hotels, that could be a tremendous need for them of, of being able to source sanitation equipment for rooms, for dining areas. I mean, what is Visit Rogers helping in, in that manner at all? Absolutely. We have, uh, we've talked to our hoteliers. Uh, we're trying to make sure that we're a conduit for, uh, for that kind of information. Raymond and I have, have uh, talked, and I know he's had conversations with other folks around here about how can we maybe aggregate some of those needs and bring them to the other folks that we know in the business community and maybe find a way to help uh, people. Because you're exactly right, uh, restaurants and hotels before that had a, a minimum uh, standard that they have now have a, a whole different model. There's uh, one restaurateur here locally that was changing his entire business model and serving model mm -hmm. that's going to entail a whole lot more masks, a whole lot more gloves, wiping down stations, uh, PP, you know, sanitation stations and everything of that sort to get back ready and get back ready for business. And we want to be there to help them and be uh, as much of a, a piece of assistance and a place for assistance as they can get. Yeah. Well, that, that's great. I mean, I, I'm kind of out of questions. Do you guys have anything else you want to you wanna talk about before we wrap up this little update podcast of what the Chamber's been up to while, while we've all been uh, been stuck at home? Sure, Steve. How many new businesses are you going to create next month, and how many new jobs are coming with hey, those businesses? Hey, now, now, come on. <laughs> now, it, actually, surprisingly, if you do look at the numbers, uh, the March numbers, we still, Northwest Arkansas, despite um, COVID coming at the, at the end of March, uh, kind of really impacting us the last two weeks, we are still net positive in terms of job creation and population and uh, labor force growth uh, through, through the year thus far. Latest numbers are through March, so we'll see what April brings, but 
Um, Northwest Arkansas, we did see some job losses, uh, but we're about 10% of the whole of the total uh, for the state. So that means we are, and we're not 10%, we're more than 10% of the population. So that means we are, uh, the, the impact that we felt has been less than other areas, uh, not just around the state, but also around the country as well. So we're we're Northwest Arkansas strong, and I don't see us going anywhere. We survived worse things than this, and we're going to come back stronger than ever, I feel. I think the message is is what made Northwest Arkansas what it is before is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back out, some things are going to be different, and there will be there will be a next that will have to happen. But I think the core is there, as you say, uh, for us to be able to, to get back in the saddle and get things going again. You're talking about uh, development. I saw that, you know, there's a new hotel that was been approved for planning mm-hmm. by planning. So so that demand, that energy is still going to be there. Uh, and uh, we we just need to be be taking advantage of that and being out there selling as much as we can. Well, and I've had several conversations just in the past couple of weeks with businesses with expansion plans, with new companies looking to move to the area. I mean, we're, we're still, despite all of this, people are planning for the future, and we're, I believe we're going to do everything we can to be ready. Well, you know, we're in the top 10 uh, fastest growing areas in the country, and that's not going to stop just because we've had a setback for two or three months here. Uh, it's going to continue. All of those things that made us strong before are still here, and they're still strong. So that's going to create business. That's going to create market demand. That's going to create demand for housing, for automobiles. It's going to create demand for goods and services, and all of those things are still there. Uh, We've just got to figure out how to source them and safely get to them, and we will get there. Uh, It's just a matter of how that comes about that plays out in the course of the next few weeks, but we will get there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Raymond, Jr., thank you very much for joining us on today's uh, Chamber Voice of Business podcast. Thank you all for listening. If you have questions, if you just need assistance finding resources or, or anything along those lines, uh, we do have a great webpage uh, on our, the RogersLowell.com on our website, or you can call the Chamber of Commerce and any of our staff will be there to assist you uh, and help get the answers to those questions that you might have. So again, thank you guys for joining and thank you for listening to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast.